Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 55, Learning to Fly by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hey, how's it going, Optimizers? Welcome to another episode of Optimal Living Daily, also known as the OLD Podcast or Old Podcast. I'm Justin Mollick, and I have another episode coming from Steve Pavlina, but this time a sort of encore episode of my 50th episode, which talked about lucid dreams. And I haven't seen any of my usual authors talk about it, but Steve does, so I wanted to share one of his articles with you, especially since I'm so obsessed with lucid dreams and just how happy they make me. For now, let's start optimizing your life. Learning to Fly by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com Last night, I had an interesting lucid dream. Lucid dreaming means that you become consciously aware that you're dreaming. It's like waking up within your dreams. Everything becomes more vivid and you feel just as awake and aware as you do in your waking world. In fact, sometimes it can feel like you're even more awake because you're aware of the fact that your physical body is asleep lying on your bed while at the same time you're conscious within your own dream world. Often I can even feel the position of my body on the bed. When lucid dreaming, I still have access to all my waking memories. I know what day it is, what I did the previous day, where I live, etc. I feel just as conscious as if I'm awake. Lucid dreaming is a skill like any other. With practice, anyone can learn to do it. I first learned it in 1994, and I still feel like a total amateur at it. The first time I had a lucid dream, it only lasted 5 or 10 seconds. The experience of being awake inside my own dreams was hard to get used to, and I'd get too excited and wake up almost instantly. It took me almost a year to be able to stay calm enough to get my lucid dreams to last more than a minute. Now they typically last 10 to 15 minutes. At least that's how long they feel. I don't know if the perception of dream time matches with physical world time. You might think that if you have a lucid dream, you can do whatever you want, but for me, it isn't that simple. Building dream skills takes practice. I have a whole set of dream world skills, and I improve at them year after year as I practice lucid dreaming. One of the most fun things to do in a lucid dream is to fly. For me, this was a hard skill to master. The first few times I tried to fly in my dream world, it was like a scene from The Greatest American Hero. Anyone remember that show? I could barely get off the ground. I couldn't go very fast, maybe five miles per hour and I couldn't turn easily. I was always crashing into stuff. Fortunately, crashing into a dream tree doesn't hurt. But after a decade of practice, I can fly pretty well now. 
I'm still not perfect at it, but I can go pretty fast, about as fast as a commercial jet. I can do barrel rolls and even fly backwards. I can turn intangible and fly through walls and buildings. I'd say my flying skills are almost as good as Superman's right now, but it took me about 10 years to reach this level. Who'd have thought that learning to fly would take so much practice? In my dream last night, I learned a new skill. Usually when I have a lucid dream, it starts out as a regular dream and then I become conscious within the dream. This time when I woke up, I found myself within the dream world version of Los Angeles. I practiced my flying for about five minutes, then decided to work on my speed. Hmm, still maxing out around 600 miles per hour. Will I cause a dream sonic boom if I go faster? I decided to fly to Mexico City, but I realized I wouldn't have enough time to get there before I woke up. So as I was flying, I tried to teleport myself there. I've tried to teleport many times before and it never worked, but this time it finally did. I popped onto a dirt hill on the outskirts of Mexico City. I started flying again and flew over the city for a while before I woke up. My memory of the city is extremely vivid and detailed, but I've never been to Mexico City in real life. I've never even been to Mexico. So this morning I checked out some online helicopter photos in Mexico City and it was pretty close to what I saw in my dream. I even saw the mountains around the city. I'm not sure why, but my lucid dreams have a history of their own. My dream skills are always at the same level where I previously left off and I improve a little whenever I practice. There are always persistent locations in the dream world which change between visits. For example, there's an amusement park in my dream world with some pretty cool rides. I've been there dozens of times. It's not a clone of anything I've seen in the real world. Each time I go back to the park in my dreams, it's changed a little bit since my previous visit. Old rides are torn down, new rides appear. Some areas of the park are even under construction. There aren't any food stands since no one there seems to need to eat. But overall, it's the same park each time. My wife is vastly more experienced at lucid dreaming than I am. And she also has these persistent dream locations, but they aren't the same as mine. One of them she refers to as Naptown, a place she visits often. She says it also changes between visits as if time is passing there too. I wonder though, are these places simply created by our individual imaginations and stored in our long-term memories? Or do they actually exist in another way that other lucid dreamers could visit them? It's amusing to me that I still pursue personal growth even when I'm asleep. When I was a kid, I always thought it'd be cool to learn to fly. And that desire actually manifested for me, but in a very weird way. Perhaps it can't manifest in the physical world just yet, but the dream world isn't so limited. And with lucid dreaming, it feels just as real as if I were doing it while awake. I still retain the memories of flying just as if they were real world memories. If you've never experienced a lucid dream, how sad for you. Get started by reading Stephen LaBerge's Lucid Dreaming and Exploring the World of Lucid Dreaming. If you're gonna spend so much of your life sleeping, you might as well put the time to good use. Learn to fly, walk through walls, have some fun. It's totally learnable. You just listened to the post titled Learning to Fly by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And here's a quote for you. Quote, if we all spend on average like 20 years of our lives asleep, that's about five, six years that we all spend dreaming. And man, that's a lot of time that I could be alive. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So if you're fascinated by lucid dreams like I am or just want to learn more, my 50th episode here on the show was a sort of celebration and I read my own content for once. And that was about lucid dreams, why they're so awesome to me and steps you can take to have them or have more of them if you already do. So you can check that out, episode 50, and let me know what your experience with lucid dreaming is. Just visit me online at oldpodcast.com to get in contact. 
And that's it for episode 55. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you in a lucid dream where your optimal life awaits. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.